Good morning, afternoon, evening to all of you guys who are listening. I am Garrett. This is the new Wincy Show. And today we have got a hopefully really good topic for you guys. Food for thought before um, before we take our summer break in the offseason here. Um, mandatory camps, obviously, starting to, uh, starting to come to a uh, close, obviously. So everything's starting to slow down. We know all of our guys look good. You guys hopefully should be listening to all of the shows on this channel. You guys should be getting good information, good other food for thought that I'm not giving you. Other than that, it's it, it's it's a, been a very lax off season. Um, not to not to toot our own horns, but I mean, when you come out AFC champs and almost win the Super Bowl, it's it's kind of hard to go and look at something where you have a gaping hole that we didn't already cover up. And I've discussed that in episodes before, and you guys can go back and watch those on the Wincinnati uh, YouTube channel and on all the streaming services that we have for our podcasts. But other than that, I wanted to talk about the NFL in general and where we not – I wouldn't necessarily say where we stand as a team, but where everybody stands as a team. Excuse me. But it's – a um, it's a it's a really big predicament when I do things like this. I I want to show you. Uh, I'm gonna break down today the big picture of the NFL. My top ten teams in the NFL right now, and I am hoping that if you guys have criticisms, you can throw it down in the comments or reach out to me on Twitter at New Jungle Nine. Go give me comments, criticisms, anything you want uh, in the comments on YouTube, anything like that. I want to hear your guys' opinions, and I want to see how much engagement I can get with all this because I, I really want you guys to enjoy these shows, especially getting into the NFL season and college football because I'm going to try to go and cover as much as I can and give you guys as much information and, and entertainment as I can. But starting out, I really want to go through this list. But before I do that, there are a lot, a lot, a lot of honorable mentions that didn't necessarily make it on this list, and I want to talk about them first. And it's they're really teams that have made improvements over the offseason, but obviously not enough to where you are going and beating out teams who are at the top of the NFL last year, or your improvements haven't moved you up the ranks enough to where I can go and put you higher than where you already were. So... That being said, I'm going to have three honorable mentions and that those are the Colts, which I really, really, really do enjoy everything that they've done in this offseason. I have all obviously being around the Ohio, Indiana, Kentucky, tri-state area, stuff like that. I my second team has always kind of been the Colts, even though I don't really claim a second team. But I mean, I have some sort of special connection with them just through personal life and stuff like that. And so I've always kind of rooted in the background for them, not necessarily to beat us, but always just to kind of like hold, hold positive hopes. And I really like the fact that they've gone and pushed themselves through the kind of tough end of the season last year. They had a whole bunch of playoff hopes and it just kind of all went down South after uh after clown town, but you know how stuff like that goes. So you can't really go and uh, let it kind of pile on your back. 
But the other honorable mentions I want to note are the Dolphins. Really like, Ty- obviously, Tyree Kill. Can't get any better than that when it comes to deep threats. It, he's the gold standard, I'd say, right now, if not him or Jamar Chase. And that's not even me saying that as a Bengals fan. That's me saying that as somebody who enjoys this sport. Those two right now in the NFL are pure and utter threats to your secondary. doesn't matter where you are. They will be somewhere where you are not. And when you have that type of threat on the field, it is astonishing how well you can play at that level. And it's going to do nothing but raise the floor for Tua, who I really hope can come out with the breakout season. Obviously, I'm not uh, – I I wouldn't put the Dolphins as one of my more approachable teams in the NFL. I, I don't know if you want to put that word out there, approachable. But it uh, – I don't know. I, I I have love for some of them. Obviously, Jalen and Tua are two of my guys, and I really, really, really do like them a lot. But, I mean, I can't really go around and say that I enjoy everything about their team, even though I really think they have made some improvements, and I think that they are moving in the right direction. And my third honorable mention, they actually moved down on this list for me from last year, would be the Arizona Cardinals. And that is saying – at, this is power rankings for where they would be at at week one for where I think they're going to be at pre-training camp and preseason if the season started. And I think they've moved down on the list for me because you lose DeAndre Hopkins for six games and you can't not saying that there's still bad blood there, but I mean, Kyler still isn't signed to a long-term deal. Obviously, they've shown that they can't really win in big situations, and that's coming from a Bengals fan with how much we have had opportunities in the past to go and win in big situations, and we didn't really get to um, didn't get to push forward in those. And so, obviously, it's hard for me going and understanding that there are people who under- also are starting to figure out, like, hey, it's not fun whenever you have to do that. So it it really is tough to see them drop like that because I know like AJ green being there. I was so happy for him. I obviously I wish he could retire as a bangle, but you know, stuff like that happens and you can't really go and let it, let it pile up on you. And you, you just got to hope for the best. And I really was happy that he landed in a spot where he, he was in contention last year, but that's the way the dice rolled. And I I think just because you go and you show that you're not necessarily making improvements, like there was no step backwards, but that doesn't mean that there was necessarily a step forward. And so you go and look at that and then you look at the rest of the roster and nothing that didn't scream out to me before is screaming out to me now. So it's not like we are now seeing a new and improved Cardinals. It's just, that's how it is. So it, I, I really am just hoping that they can go and prove me wrong this season because I, I, I hope that they can go and push forward. Um, starting out my top 10 NFL power rankings this year is a team that 
has not necessarily made improvements in coaching, but have shown that they want to make improvements throughout their whole franchise. And that is the Patriots. Obviously, playoff team last year, and I think Mac Jones is only going to be better. They've acquired more people to surround Mac Jones with talent, and you go and you add all that stuff together. Bill Belichick is still coaching. You have everybody. I Joe Judge is probably going to be calling the plays, which I think he, I think he'll play a better role as just an offensive coordinator rather than trying to head coach. Because I know his head coaching tenure at um, at New York was not really uh, a stellar performance, and so I can't really uh, can't really give him too much credit there. But I I think that he should be able to take over this role and help Mac develop as a. Uh, develop as a guy obviously mac jones is i love the kid he's an absolute stud and if jamar didn't go absolutely brazy last year he would have been nfl rookie of the year and i think we all know that and even though i we all also know that jamar deserved it i think that mac jones put up such an incredible case last year and he just got beat out by quite possibly one of the greatest rookie receiver seasons to ever go through the nfl history or ever go through NFL history, I should say. But that is number 10 on my list. Number nine, Tennessee Titans. They were the number one seed last year. What makes you think that they're going to take any huge steps back? I don't necessarily think the loss of A.J. Brown helps them at all, but it you go through and you really push and pick and prod, and they still have the greatest running back of – probably the past five years sitting in their backfield waiting to get more touches after, unfortunately we had to bury him in the, in the uh, divisional round, but uh, it, it, their team still looks so solid and I can't put them any higher because I think there are other teams in the NFL that you can't go and look past. Like you, you go and see these other teams and you, you, I think the Titans are right at that nine spot. I can't really put them any higher. And that being said, going forward, I have the Chargers at eight. And please do not kill me for that. I'm only looking at this objectively. I try to look at everything when I go through rankings and whatever, blah, 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 blah. I try to look at it as objectively as possible. And it is something that is really hard to do when I really don't enjoy a lot of people on their team, not because I think they're bad people, only because they make me angry as sports fans, as a sports fan, knowing that they're being compared to people who are obviously statistically and just eye test better. But you you know what I'm talking about. The Joe Burrow, Jay Herbo dispute that we've been having since they've been drafted, since – Tua and Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow were all compared in the 2020 draft. We're all going to have this conversation for the rest of their playing careers. And I understand they're both great players. They're probably going to have fantastic careers together. I see no chance where either of them are going to end up being scrubs. Absolutely not. It doesn't matter if they end up on different teams. It doesn't matter whatever. I really hope Joe Burrow retires as a Bengal. I don't want to see him leave. I'm just saying putting out hypotheticals. I really want to see them have a great season, but you know how life goes. So it, it's just, it's something that you need to go and look at and be like, okay, incredible players. They're both incredible players. 
but obviously for me, I, I would put the edge for Joe Burrow and some people don't see that, but that being said, I think the chargers around Justin Herbert are so solid and not only in weapons categories, but you also see their defense is solid and they just added JC Jackson. And for as much as I would have liked to pick him up for extra cornerback depth and hopefully being able to take some starting reps, which I really think he would have been able to, it's just, going and seeing that team still absolutely just rock solid and moving forward to seven on my list. Hopefully you guys don't throw me under the bus under the bus, but I'm going to take the other team in the NFC championship game last year, the San Francisco 49ers. Now that doesn't mean that I think that they are, going to absolutely light it up with Trey Lance. And I think Trey Lance is just going to absolutely go and shock the whole league because unfortunately I'm not Rich Eisen and I'm not that big on uh, Trey Lance, not to diss on him at all. And it's nothing that I, uh, that I see where it's a flaw for him. It's just, I, I think that when you go and you see how these other teams in the NFC are built and, the fact that you have a situation where you had not necessarily a veteran quarterback, but a, but an H quarterback who understands the game and goes through in Jimmy Garoppolo and is able to take you through those big games. You don't necessarily know how Trey Lance is going to react in those situations. And so you go and you try to limit expectations with people like that. Not necessarily saying that I, I think he's going to be bad because I, I really hope that he does well and I hope he has a great career, but you have to manage expectations with a team like that. And even though they did make it to the NFC championship, I don't really, I can't really put them any higher than they already are, but moving up to six, I have a team that we beat twice in a row. Some people would put them top three. I'm not going to do that. I have the Chiefs at six. So, explanation. I think that their loss of Tyree kills a lot larger than what they are saying. Yeah. Is Sky Moore theoretically the exact same as Tyree Kill? Absolutely. But do you know what else he is? Unproven. You you always have to give the advantage to the proven guy over the unproven guy in situations like these. And they're still top six on my list. It's not like you're going and taking like stripping them off. There's they didn't disappear. They're still the sixth best team in the NFL right now, but you go and I mean, we weren't supposed to beat them twice. And we did not only in our hometown, but in theirs too. So not to once again toot our own horn, but you kind of have to go and show, okay, if you get beat by a team that's not supposed to beat you twice and you show that you're going to claw by the hairs of your chin in the last couple of games of the year and then lose in the fashion that you did and then lose one of your best threats on the outside – I can't really give you any benefits of the doubt, but uh, that those are the reasons why I have the Chiefs at six. 
And now moving into the top five, I'm going to try to go through this um, pretty intricately, but I'm going to, I'm going to make sure that we focus on the important parts with, which will be, uh, will be coming soon. And at five, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tom Brady. Don't really have to say much else. Tom Brady and the second best wide receiver core in the NFL. Actually, I might take, uh, now that I think about it, I, I, I have to take that away because Antonio Brown's not there. And wh- when he was there, I would say second best in the league behind us. But I mean, their wideouts are still ridiculous. It's crazy. I, I can't even put it into words. They're crazy. That entire team is crazy. Their defense is crazy. Offensive line still crazy. Even after losing one of their offensive linemen to us, holla. But it's, <laughs> you go and look at that situation over there down in, uh, in Tampa, and it's just the same old winning strategy. And new head coach, I get it. Bruce Arians not there. I get it. But do you really think that any of the teams I listed earlier are going to be better than the Bucks? No. In my humble personal opinion, no. And uh, and I'm sorry, but I, I I really can't go and put them anywhere else. And moving up to four, this might get me in more trouble, but I have the Raiders. The Las Vegas Raiders, yes, those same Las Vegas Raiders that we uh, that we held to at a final tick of the clock interception in Paul Brown Stadium. Those Raiders are my number four team in the NFL, purely because of the way that this season is going to start, as opposed to last, and not even players wise. I'm talking about coaching. And we all know what happened. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to go through it. I get it. It's done. John Gruden. Okay. Done with it. Not going to say anything else. But you have a head coach in Josh McDaniel, who's Josh McDaniel. And... Adding Devontae Adams, Derek Carr is already really good. Hunter Renfro, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Max Crosby. Those guys are studs. They're studs all around the field. And you you see what combining college talent did for the Bengals. Four and twelve, Super Bowl. Four and twelve the year before, Super Bowl the next. And obviously, there was so much that went on behind the scenes. Absolutely ridiculous amounts of stuff that went on behind the scenes after after uh, the 2020 and 2021 seasons. But you were adding not only the best wide receiver in the league in Devontae Adams, but you're adding him to his old college quarterback who they already have an incredibly intense relationship with exactly as you could compare it to Joe and Jamar and everybody has been comparing. It's like, Oh my God, new Joe and Jamar. And it's, it's so, 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 so great to see them go. 
and I really am not on a Derek Carr train. I'm not, but I, I like seeing when teams are able to build around their pieces well and not go and have to fold one piece to get another. And that's really been the biggest question mark this year is which team is going to fold after they like, who's going to sell after they buy. And you can't right now, the teams in these top five have either not sold at all or are just straight buying. And that moves us to number three, where I have our Bengals, third best team in the league. And I don't really think there's any question about it. And the only other two teams you'll understand why I put the Bengals at three. We, we're studs. We're studs on the field. I've already talked about them. Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, the Migos on the on the receiving end, Jamar, T, Tyler, like those guys, stud muffins, money, dogs. I don't know what you want me to call them, but they're not human. They're not human. They're freaks of nature. And our entire offense is just going to propel forward now that we have an offensive line and everybody is going to keep talking about it and say, Bengals, offensive line. Bengals have an offensive line now. Wow, this isn't this incredible. Yes, it is incredible. I get it. But now you move into a different phase of winning and understanding where your place is in the NFL. And I've been very upfront. I don't think that run was a fluke last year. I think that people just underestimated us and didn't realize that you were going to get your butt kicked by a whole bunch of people who wanted to kick your butt without realizing that you were you thought that you were going to get your stats padded. So good try. Bengals at three, our defense continuing to just be solid like that we we have such a solid group back there obviously with jesse not jesse in the front office not getting a deal done is definitely not ideal but dax hill dax hill and you look and we are only making improvements in the rest of the positions that we've had and Joseph Osai is coming back, and all of our team's going to be healthy, and you're going in to a season where you've already shown what it takes to make a Super Bowl, so you might as well capitalize and win the GD Super Bowl. Just go out there and know that you can win. And I said that that is something that we just – have learned to do. We don't know what we don't know. And we know what we know. We know how to win. We know how to lose. And we are very, very, very familiar with that. But we've also have taught ourselves, Hey, we know how to win. And that's arguably one of the most important things in the entire NFL is just knowing what it takes. And now that we know what it takes and we've covered up all of our flaws it, I, I don't think there's a lot of things in our way, except for the two teams I have ahead of us. Number two being the Los Angeles Rams. They continue to boggle my mind. I Losing in the Super Bowl was hard for me, but I re, they're 
their team is just crazy. Absolute unfathomable energy on both sides of the ball. And I have no idea how to describe it other than amazing. Their entire thing they've got over there in LA is just all inspiring. No idea how they managed to do it. Don't even ask me how they have that, that much money. Cause I don't know. You can, you don't even have to re-sign Odell Beckham jr. And I still think you're the second best team in the NFL, honestly. And moving up to number one, I have the Buffalo Bills. I know it's a basic answer, but you saw how well they played last year. And you saw how everybody else has not necessarily dropped off. But they, the people that were in the Buffalo Bills way before, <clears throat> Chiefs, they've dropped. I think we are the only thing right now in the AFC that stands in the way of the Buffalo Bills winning the AFC. And I am willing to go on record forever and ever. Amen. Count your blessings. I'll take it all day. I think we are the only thing in the entire AFC that stands in the Bills way of a championship. And honestly, I think we have a better chance of doing it than they do. But that is for not for me to determine. That is for us to determine on Monday night when we play the Bills. And I'm so, so, so freaking excited for that game. And that wraps up my top 10 NFL power rankings before training camp. And this has been the new Wincy show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. I hope you guys are enjoying the content as much as I do. I love interacting with you. I love seeing that you guys are enjoying the content. I want you to tell me what you want. I want you to reach out to me. I want you to go and let me know how I can better help you guys and your audience to, and you being my audience, hopefully. And for Wincinnati, I want to be the best I can be. So please let me know. I'm open to everything. Go ahead, shout me out, Twitter, YouTube, whatever. Go ahead. I want to hear all about it. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. This has been the new NC show. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good night and who day. <laughs>